0: the episode four of the Royal One podcast, the podcast that empowers you to discover your purpose, embrace your identity and engage faith tenaciously. I'm your host, Dr. Lysandra Barnes, life coach, Bible teacher, author and founder of Royal One Enterprise. I am so excited to be with you and I hope you are all having a delightful day. I want to say thank you for all of the support and encouragement that I have received concerning the podcast. You all are so amazing. So I'm asking you, tell your friends, tell your family, make sure you like, subscribe and share it with everybody because it's only going to get better from here. So in today's episode, we're going to be discussing five ways to get unstuck. See, there are times when we are experiencing situations and circumstances that challenge us to change, but because of the emotional roadblocks, we get stuck in our current situations. So are you ready to go on a journey of empowerment? Then let's go. Have you ever felt like you were stuck because of a decision that you made? You're in a job that you hate, but you're unable to leave because you're stuck. You're in school working on your master's thesis or your doctoral dissertation and you have writer's block and you're discouraged about the direction of your current chapter. Stuck, right? Or how about this? You're in a toxic and dysfunctional relationship that you know is not working out, but you can't seem to let it go. Or you've broken up with your significant other and it seems like you can't stop reminiscing on the good times that you two shared. You are stuck, unable to move forward, even though your partner has moved on to someone else. Y'all, I was on Facebook the other day and I was scrolling through and I saw someone who was in this same space. She was reminiscing about a relationship she was in and how much she missed him and you know the beautiful times they shared. And then at the end, she was like, yeah, and he's married now. And I was thinking... Oh boy, like she's really stuck if she is still thinking about her ex who now has a whole wife. And so I saw that and I really, really wanted to encourage her to not stay in that same space. I decided to talk about it today. So what do you do when you feel like life is just passing you by and you're an onlooker? Studies show that 69% of people feel trapped in the same old routine. And only three out of 10 people are happy with their lives. The toll of the grind has become too much. And now you've lost the drive to continue. If I can be honest with you, the last two years of my life, I have felt stuck in various aspects. At work, I was overworked, underappreciated, and underpaid. I questioned my confidence while writing my dissertation. I was living in an apartment that I didn't like, and my relational life was non-existent. Y'all. I was stuck. I was like in quicksand stuck or Bill Murray and Groundhog Day stuck. It just seemed like every day repeated itself. And it was the same thing over and over and over. And I just couldn't take it anymore. I knew something needed to change, but I wasn't sure exactly how to do it. You know, being a Christian, I hear so many times that people say, you know, I don't want to move too fast. I don't want to make a move and be out of the will of God. And sometimes I got nervous because I feel like, oh, Lord, you ain't tell me to do something like I want to leave, but I can't, you know, whatever. I had to realize that it was fear of complacency that was holding me captive. It wasn't that I was afraid that God was going to you know, be displeased with my decision. It was the fact that I was just too afraid to make a choice. And I had to reach a point where I had to decide that change had to happen. And that's what happened. I had to move on. In May 2020, I started flirting with the idea of moving away from Portland. Like I needed a change. I knew that if I stayed there, I was going to be miserable. It was July actually when I had a Gideon moment and I prayed for clarity um, for certain things to happen if he wanted me to leave or if he wanted me to stay. And sure enough, Everything happened the way it was supposed to. And the Lord just let me know that I, it was time to go. So I moved home at the end of July. And now I realized that it was the best thing for me. It's funny because no one thought that I was actually going to leave. Not even my family, y'all. Everybody thought that I was going to stay. Why? Because Portland was my safe space. I decided Um, to no longer settle for safe and step out on faith. I had to, I had to make a choice for myself because although I did a lot of things well, I just wasn't living my life well. I wasn't doing what I love to do. And so right now I am living each day by faith. Was I nervous when I decided to leave? Absolutely, but I could not allow any more excuses to hold me captive. I'm reminded of the man at the pool of Bethesda in John chapter five. Y'all know this man. This is a man that was stuck by the pool for 38 years. He was waiting for the angel to come down and touch the waters so that he could be the first person to step in and be healed from his infirmity. But there's a problem. Each time the water was stirred up, someone else got in before him. So he waited till the next time. It wasn't until the day that Jesus saw him laying by the pool that he come over there and asked him if he wanted to be made whole. And the man started giving him excuses as to why he couldn't be made whole instead of saying yes. He was so comfortable being stuck that when he was offered the opportunity to change, he initially refused. So I want to ask you when it's time for you to change, what do you do? Do you normally give an excuse as to why you can't change, why you can't become unstuck because it's so comfortable in that space? You see, When Jesus challenged him to change by telling him to pick up his mat and follow him with no more words, the man had to make another choice. He got up and started walking. There comes a point in our lives that we have to make a decision where it's time to move on, get ourselves unstuck, no matter how comfortable we become. There are so many things for us to accomplish, greater things for us to accomplish. So I ask you the question, do you want to be unstuck? Or are you willing to be comfortable being stuck in the same place you've been in? I know that change can be scary, but you can do it. You know, I remember being stuck in low self-esteem and unhealthy relationships. And it wasn't until I decided to make a different choice that I saw a very different outcome in my life. And I talk more about that in my book, Rejected to Accepted, Learning to Love Myself After Adversity. Rejected to Accept It is an empowering guide to wholeheartedness. This book explores the personal triumphs and struggles I faced while embarking on my journey of self-discovery after experiencing fatherlessness, domestic violence, and a series of failed and unhealthy relationships. More than a memoir, Rejected to accept it empowers the reader to overcome the crippling effects of rejection and domestic violence. You learn how to love yourself and others the way God intended, and you learn how to create healthy patterns for future relationships. This book provides hope and inspiration. Maybe you have a personal experience that left you heartbroken or questioning your worth. Rejected to Accept It will encourage you to allow Jesus to repair the shattered pieces of your heart with the glue of his love. Rejected to Accept It is available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com in both paperback and ebook formats. <music> Welcome back to the show. Now, let me give you the five ways to get unstuck. So the first thing you want to do is name the source of what is keeping you stuck. So uh, what I want you to do for this part, I want you to take a moment, okay? Close your eyes. Now, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But if you're somewhere where you can close your eyes, close your eyes. Take a moment, close your eyes, take a deep breath. All right, breathe out and ask yourself, What is keeping me stuck? Now sit in the silence and listen for the answer. You might want to also grab a paper and pen so you can be able to write this, these answers down. So while you're sitting in those moments and you're taking those shallow breaths and your eyes are closed and you're just kind of sitting there waiting for your response, here are some responses that could come. Could it be fear, abandonment, stress, heartbreak? Disappointment, or excuses. By naming the emotion that is keeping you stuck will help you to identify the event that caused the roadblock in the first place. You wanna then ask yourself, what happened that caused me to feel that certain emotion? Go ahead and write down your answers and allow yourself to engage the process so you can get full clarity of what's going on inside of you. Because the moment that you can understand you, the better way you can make a decision and make a plan for not being stuck. So again, take that moment to really identify, well, what emotion is causing me to be stuck? Is it fear? Is it abandonment? Is it stress? Is it that heartbreak, disappointment, an excuse? What is causing me to stop moving forward with my dreams? Ask yourself that question. And then the other question is, what happened that caused me to feel this emotion? The next thing I want you to do is take your power back. Now, you can take your power back by removing all the excuses that you use to justify why you are stuck. Create positive affirmations that describe what you believe about yourself. Now, those affirmations can be I am statements. They can be quotes. It can be scriptures. It can be song lyrics or movie quotes. And then place those affirmations strategically around your home, your room, on your cell phone, in your computer, wherever you go, so that every time you see it, you can recite them to build your confidence and encourage you to move forward. By building your confidence, it will help you to remember who you are and what you are capable of completing. So when I think about this, I've been really working on this because I have been feeling stuck myself, right? I've said that. I was reminded of a scene from the Lion King, the cartoon version of the Lion King, where Mufasa had that heart-to-heart talk with Simba. It really spoke to me. He said, Simba, you have forgotten me and you have forgotten who you are, so you've forgotten me. Look inside yourself, Simba. You are more than what you've become. You must take your place in the circle of life. Remember who you are. You are my son, the one true king. Remember who you are remember. Okay. So clearly I didn't do it with the right voice. I think I should read that again in my like James Earl Jones, Mufasa voice, like Simba. (laughs) So for some people that may not mean anything, but for me, I had to build my confidence with that one conversation. I think I had to have that conversation with myself because when I was stuck I forgot who I was. I forgot, you know, what I was capable of doing. And so in that moment, I decided to speak to myself, looking in the mirror, reciting that same passage to encourage myself. I said, Sandra, you have forgotten me. You have forgotten who you are. So you've forgotten me. Look inside yourself, Sandra. You are more than what you have become. You must take your place and fulfill your purpose in life. Remember who you are. You are a daughter of God, a lady of royalty. Put on your crown and remember who you are. Remember. Now, there will be times when we can no longer run from our situations um, that has caused us to be stuck. We have to face them no matter how scary they are. Just like Simba. Simba ran away from his responsibility because he thought that he killed his father. So forever, well, I would say forever, but, you know, for a few years, you know, he lived with Timon and Pumbaa in this jungle paradise, Hakuna Matata, you know, having this, this moment of no worries, no no stress. He ran away from it. But then there came a time when he ran back into Nala and she reminded him of his responsibilities and he did not want to go back to it. And that's why you had to have that conversation with his father saying, you know what? You forgot me. You forgot your responsibilities. You forgot who you are. I need you to take your place, right? I need you to face your fears and know that you have responsibilities. So I challenge you who's listening, face your fear Remember you have responsibilities and remember who you are. Take your power back. It wasn't until Simba took his power back that could he go and face Scar so i want you to take your power back in this moment when you're feeling unstuck you feel like you know that emotion of disappointment is over you and you feel like defeat is over you you feel like failure is over you i want you to take your power back in this moment and remember who you are you are a child of the king you are a, a, a awesome woman you are an awesome man of god you are you have purpose you are driven remember who you are build your confidence what are you speaking over yourself create those affirmations Oh, yeah, I'm getting myself excited. I'm turning myself up over here. What have we done? We've identified the source of what's keeping us stuck, right? We've taken back our power. Now, step number three, forgive yourself. You got to forgive yourself. To let go of those past failures, you must forgive yourself. Repeat after me, forgive yourself. Forgiveness is a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or revenge towards a person or group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they deserve it or not. So here's the thing. The act of forgiveness may be difficult, especially if a person harbors anger towards themselves. I found that anger gives a person a sense of control in a situation wherein they felt powerless. Some believe that their anger is a form of punishment for their behavior. Now, the benefits of personal forgiveness, it releases you from any guilt, shame, blame, or condemnation that surrounds your wounded heart. I've had this conversation with a friend and it was interesting because I asked them, at what point are you going to forgive yourself? And they said, I can't. And I said, why? And they was like, because I'm mad at myself. And I said, well, when are you going to let it go? And and they said they can't. And I realized that for them, that anger gave them power in that situation because they they didn't have power when, you know, the, the relationship went south, but they have power to hold over themselves. And I had to remind them and I was like, you know what? The more that you hold on to that anger, it's not hurting the other person. That anger and that unforgiveness is hurting you. It's like... You taking poison, expecting somebody else to get sick. Unforgiveness only hurts you. And so what I realized with forgiveness is that forgiveness releases power of that situation over you. So now that if I can just forgive myself for making those choices, I've talked about this on other podcasts before about forgiveness, but I think it's just so important because a lot of times we don't take the moment to forgive ourselves for getting stuck. Because we kind of hold ourselves to a higher standard and we're like, well, I should have known better. And we just want to condemn ourselves for not being perfect. But the thing about it is you have to say, you know what? Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't live up to my own standards. I made some bad choices. I'm stuck. I got to figure this out. But you know what? I'm going to do better the next time. So I challenge you to forgive yourself. It may not even be a situation of being stuck. It may be something else that you've done. Forgive yourself. You can forgive yourself. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to forget about what happened. It means that you have to now make better choices. That's what that means. Amen? Amen. Number four, we want you to move on. Once you have released yourself from the emotional baggage of disappointment, you can now move on by turning your attention to what you can do instead of what you cannot do. Okay, so what do you want to do here? I want you to make a list of attainable goals that you will complete now that you are confident and you're ready to fulfill your dreams. Know that what is coming is better than what is in your past. So moving on sometimes can be the hardest thing to do because you're actually walking away from what you thought was going to happen, what you wanted to happen. All the shoulda, woulda, couldas is what you're now letting go of. But the thing about it is when you make that list of what you can do and you start shifting your focus, moving on is not that hard. So to the young lady who is stuck in that relationship and she knows that it's not good for her or her ex-boyfriend has moved on and she's still reminiscent on the good old times, I challenge you to follow these steps and move on. Bury that relationship out of your sight. Go ahead, write yourself a forgiveness letter, write him a forgiveness letter and bury it out of your sight. Let it go. Release it. Believe that somebody better is coming. That's the thing. I think sometimes we get stuck with the hopelessness, hopelessness, thinking that nothing else is coming after this. The best that I'm going to receive is what I have now. So even if it's chaos, the chaos that I know is better than the peace of not knowing. And I want to tell you that that is not true. I want to speak hope to you right now. I want to speak life to you right now to know that there is something greater on the other side if you just trust the process and move on. If they are showing you that they are not interested, move on. That doesn't mean chase them. If that job is tearing you down and you're feeling worse and worse and worse, find another one, make another choice, which is number five. You may encounter another temptation to re-engage the feelings of hesitation, fear, doubt, and worry, and you begin questioning if you can do this. Instead of giving into those feelings and getting stuck again, I challenge you to make another choice. I want you to put into action everything that you've learned so that you can pass the test and accomplish the goals that you set for yourself. I know for me in my life, there is a one area of my life I fall every single time. Every time I get to a certain spot and make the same choice over and over and over again, I keep going around the same mountain over and over and over and over again. And I remember the Lord said to me, don't miss your next level moment. Anybody who knows me, I always talk about the next level moment. And he said, don't miss your next level moment. And so I was like, okay, Lord, well, how do I not miss my next level moment? He was like, make another choice because this situation in your life, you keep making the same mistake." over and over and over and over every time. And he's like, will you make another choice? And I thought about a song by Jonathan McReynolds, it's called Cycles. And it talks about how he keeps encountering a situation that he thought he conquered. And then he realized that he had to make another choice if he wanted to get unstuck, right? Here's a lyric that I thought was off the chain. He said, the devil learns from your mistakes, even if you don't. That's how he keeps you in cycles. Think about it. You haven't learned from your mistake. If you keep seeing the same thing over and over, if you keep dating the same guy over and over, if every job you keep getting fired from over and over, if the same thing keeps happening over and over and over, at some point, you got to realize that I'm not making the right choice. I need to make another choice. And when you get to that point where you finally realize, Lord, I'm ready to make another choice. Listen to another lyric from the song. Jonathan Moreno says, Lord, help me be free from all of my past sins. Your love is enough to make me new and help me in these cycles. So even if right now you are feeling stuck, I'm telling you, y'all, check this song out. It is off the chain. Let's say that line again. Lord, help me be free from all of my past sins. Your love is enough to make me new and help me in these cycles. I wanna encourage you in this moment to let you know You have to come to a point where you refuse to keep going in cycles or being stuck and you make another choice. When you make another choice, you are giving yourself the freedom to start again. You can begin again. It is not over. It is just starting for you when you make another choice. You're going to experience a whole different road. You know, I'm also thinking about the Wizard of Oz. So the Wizard of Oz, we know Dorothy is getting ready to follow the yellow brick road, right? And when she's with the Munchkins, she's talking to Glenda and she's saying, all you got to do is follow the yellow brick road. Everybody's like, follow the yellow brick road, follow the yellow brick road. And then she's like making excuses like, but what happens if I, what happens if they, and Glenda stops her before she can come up with an excuse. And she says, just follow the yellow brick road. So when you make another choice, Just follow the yellow brick road. And then the song that they sing is follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road, follow, 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 follow the yellow brick road. So when you're making a new choice, just follow the yellow brick road, follow what's going on in your life. Follow the step that's ahead of you. We said that our steps are ordered by the Lord, right? And we walk by faith and not by sight, right? So if we're saying, Lord, lead and guide our steps, order our steps according to your word, then I don't know what's coming next because I made a new choice. I made a choice to trust you this time. Then I'm going to follow your yellow brick road that you've laid before me. Amen. Amen. Do you feel like you're stuck in a rut and you want to be free? Have you been wrestling with a few things and can't seem to find an answer? Are you ready to grow spiritually? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you would be the perfect client for me to coach. As your life or spiritual coach, I will create a one-on-one partnership designed to empower you to discover your God-given potential to fulfill the dreams and goals already inside of you. My coaching mission is to empower, encourage, and inspire people to discover their purpose, build their faith, and enhance their self-esteem and self-worth. I look forward to engaging with you and help you to reach your next level moment. To schedule a session with me, click the link in my show notes or go to my website, royaloneenterprise.com. Hey, everyone, I want to encourage you to create a plan to gain freedom in the areas you feel stuck in. By creating a plan, you can dream again to execute the plan by incorporating new practices and principles properly. You are also going to give yourself the grace to try again. When you try again, it indicates that you are courageous and bold enough to step out on faith. Hebrews 11 and one says, now faith is the substance or the assurance of things hoped for and the evidence or the conviction of things not seen. Lean into your faith when tempted to remain stagnant. And remember, you can always use the five steps to get unstuck. The first thing you want to do is name the source of what is keeping you stuck. Take your power back, forgive yourself, move on and make another choice. You have to get unstuck. There is so much life for you to live. There are things on your to-do list and goals for you to reach on your vision board. Before this moment, you may not have had the urgency to fulfill the dreams, but now get ready to live. You still have books to write, degrees to receive, businesses to start, children to birth, promotions to receive. The sky is the limit. Sitting on the sidelines is no longer an option. Become desperate to fulfill your destiny. There is no more worrying about how things are going to work out. Just trust Jesus. It'll work out. The Royal One Podcast is sponsored by Royal One Enterprise. Royal One Enterprise is an empowerment company that utilizes life coaching, Bible teaching, speaking, and consulting to equip women with the confidence to embrace the royal woman within. For more information, visit my website at royaloneenterprise.com. Well, you know what time it is. I want to say thank you to everyone for joining me for my fourth episode. I look forward to providing more encouraging content that empowers you to discover your purpose, embrace your identity, and engage faith tenaciously. If you have questions that you would like answered on the show about purpose, faith, relationships, or anything in general, email me at info at to ask your question. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment to the podcast. You can follow me on social media at MissRoyalty143 on Instagram and Twitter and Dr. Lysandra Barnes on Facebook. Also, you can purchase a copy of my book, Rejected to Accepted, online. Click the link in the show notes. You've been listening to the Royal One Podcast, where I empower women the royal way. God bless you. Have a great day.